quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. And alive from Las Vegas, Holly G. I've just attended the PGA fashion show and demo experience, and we'll be talking about that a little bit later in the show. And through the beauty of technology, uh, Will, we're uh, we're just having a great time here tonight. Oh, absolutely! You're out there in even warmer conditions, which I don't think anybody would even really actually expect uh, in regards to being here in Orlando, because it's just hot as all can be. Uh, I'm I'm yeah. interested to get some of Jeff's thoughts on the PGA. Uh, he wrote a, a nice column for us earlier this week about a new era in American golf, and we kind of touched on that really briefly with uh, with Bob, so it'll be good to get some of his thoughts more even on that. Yeah, and he was there for the weekend uh, at uh, the PGA Championship at Quail Hollow. Jeff Shane from PGATour.com, as well as Pro Golf Weekly. Halo, Jim. Jeff, sorry. <laughs> How are you guys doing tonight? Well, I'm you're now Jim, on... just so you know that. Uh, we're just going to call okay, you that so... all the time now. <laughs> I've been called I'm, worse. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, operating, sure. I'm operating on very little sleep here, so <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> so sounds sounds kind of like the way my trip uh, you know, back from Charlotte getting back in at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning. But uh, glad I was there. Um, uh, it, it really was a, a chance. And we've been talking about these guys uh, these young guns coming up and, you know, just a matter of time before they win and you don't know who's next and what it's going to be. I thought Brooks Kepka would come after Justin Thomas, got the order wrong, doesn't matter. But, uh, boy, Justin Thomas put on a great show over those last 10 or 12 holes on Sunday, and he, you knew that he was going to win a major before too long, and uh, it's good to have him now stand alongside Spieth because we talk about Jordan Spieth a lot, deservedly so, but it's all these other guys that are coming along, too. Yeah, and somebody we haven't talked about tonight yet, Kevin Kisner, who uh, pretty pretty gritty player, you know, the, the true bulldog from uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. And I, I thought he had the composure and the tenacity to uh, take it all the way to the barn on Sunday, but it didn't quite go that way. Didn't quite get there. You, you could see that it was starting to unravel a little bit as he came through the green mile on Saturday. Um, had had the shot at 16 that uh, just hung up. Uh, didn't uh, didn't go in the water. Had his troubles at 18, and then uh, and and you know Sunday major pressure is is tough on anybody. I I had said before Sunday's round that. If you were going to win, you were going to have to pass Kevin Kisner. Kevin was not going to back up, but uh, he ran out of steam after about 65 holes. But uh, I think we're going to see a lot more of him. He's one of those guys that's a late bloomer, uh, has really gotten his game together uh, under the work of, of Coach John Tillery. Uh, he's a tough-as-nails competitor. Uh, he didn't even take this week off. He's playing the Wyndham Championship. So uh, I, he's one of my he's one of my unsung, underrated golfers. Absolutely. So the players uh, now face their their final push to earn their FedEx Cup playoff points uh, to get into the you know the Tour playoffs. 
what that's a lot of pressure for a lot of these guys coming into this week so it's uh you know it's it's big time everything's on the line it's finally do or die we we go what about 48 weeks out of the year and you ask the pga tour players so what are you thinking about uh fedex cup playoffs and They'll shrug and say, well, you know, if I play well, everything will take care of itself. I'm not worried about it. I'm just I'm going to worry about playing well this week or this stretch of events that's coming up, and, and, and we'll deal with that later. Well, uh, we're at the point where uh, if, if things did not fall into place or if things did not take care of themselves, you got one chance left. And uh, I, I always find it interesting to look at the balance of the field in Greensboro because – there's only five of the top 30 in the FedEx Cup standings there. Uh, Kevin Kisner's one of them. Um, I, I, I forget who else. Uh, but then you go down a bit, and from number 89 to number 190, all but 15 guys are entered this week. Do you think that's something where, I mean, how do you – is it kind of like a free pass, you know, at that point for, for some of the maybe free pass isn't, isn't the best way to, to kind of, you know, go about it in terms of terminology wise. I mean, it's kind of, it's not really building the excitement wise, but it's building, you know, for the top players, it's obviously building excitement for the players who are trying to get in. I mean, what is, what is still kind of the consensus around making that push into, into the playoffs? Well, I think if you're well enough set, the way the schedule is set up, you need to, to take some time off. Uh, and and that's, that's the biggest reason, I think, why so few of the top 30 or even the top 50 are playing. But uh, for, for those guys, even kind of in the back half of the 125, where you want to be safe is you want to get above 70 because you want to be in a situation where you're not one and done if you can, if you can help it. Uh, you don't want to go to the Northern Trust, have a bad week at the Northern Trust, and not get to Boston. So I think some of the guys, like Henrik Stenson, is playing this week, and we all think of Henrik Stenson, hey, he's a top-ten player in the world, but he's number 75 in the FedEx Cup standings, and if he doesn't move up, then he could be done after the Northern Trust. And so you get a little bit of that. Graham McDowell, uh, make known as Graham McDowell, is at number 131. He has to play his way in. Um, and uh, if you're beyond 140, uh, you're kind of throwing a Hail Mary. There have only been three guys uh, who entered Greensboro at 140 or worse in the FedEx Cup standings and managed to play their way in. Well, Jeff, um, as they say, it's the, it's the last train to New York because uh, it all starts <laughs> the week after next. And uh, who's, who's your pick for uh, the Wyndham this week? Um, I, I like a guy that, that actually has been playing well, um, just trying to solidify his place in the Saints. But he's a North Carolina guy uh, and plays very well at Sedgefield. He's got like four top 15 finishes. He won it in 2011. So uh, I'm going to pick Webb Simpson and uh, a short, a short uh, ditty about, uh, about Webb Simpson. That was his first PGA Tour victory. And when they had their third child, a little girl, they named her Wyndham after, the, after his first PGA Tour victory. And I think I speak for many people when I say that I am very happy for all parties involved that his first PGA Tour victory was not the Quicken Loans National. 
<laughs> I love it. Well, some of that would guys, be a tough uh, one to pronounce all the time. <laughs> some of these guys are, um, you know, superstitious in a lot of different ways, but you got to love that. And uh, he's, he's certainly playing some better golf, no doubt about it. Uh, check out Jeff Shane now contributing to our golf blog, The Inside Take. And as always, Jeff, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Thanks so much, my friend. Always glad to do it. Have fun out in Vegas. All righty. We are. You're listening to the Golf Insiders 96.9 The Game. More golf talk coming up. Stay with us.